Welcome to the show, guys. This is Athlete Maestro Wonder. This is your first episode or your 590-something episode. This is the podcast where we help you break your mental and physical limitations in sports through the Athlete Maestro Method. On today's episode, guys, I want to talk to you about how to better analyze your opponents. How to better analyze your opponents. You see... Whether or not you play an individual sport, so your boxing, your tennis, um, your golf, or you play team sports, football, basketball, you know, hockey, all of that, you are always competing against someone else. So if you weren't competing against somebody, hey, then guess what? It won't be sports. And of course, there'll be no need for anybody to watch. There'll be no need for anybody to pay attention and things like that. So it's important that you can analyze your opponent's so that you can get an edge. Now, let me give you a perfect scenario on this. You see, coaches always analyze their opponents. You know, so the coach of a team, in preparing his team for the game, will analyze his opponents to ensure that his team is well prepared. So why is it that you, the athlete, are not analyzing your own opponent, even if it's a mini opponent, so to speak? You're leaving everything to the coach, right? That is one massive massive mistake and the reason why this episode is key at this point in time which is december 2020 is that you see going into 2021 you need to be geared to stand out from the rest and one of the ways that you stand out from the rest is to ensure that you are analyzing your opponents better just imagine your coach you play team sport and your coach is trying to give you dozier on on a team that you're going to face and because of the position you play you already know literally everything that there is to know about the particular person you are facing how excited do you think that coach would be but uh, we're going to run into and talk about all of those things this episode guys is brought to you by football mastery this is my program where i take footballers young footballers through the process of mastering the mental physical and business side of sports so that they can be prepared to become elite footballers. So if you want to become an elite footballer, that is the program for you to go through. Head over to athletemaestro.com forward slash football mastery. athletemaestro.com forward slash football mastery where you're going to learn all of those tips to prepare you for the journey ahead. When you sign up for that program, it's only available at least for now up until December 24th come back to this episode where of course we're going to talk about how to better analyze your opponents in sports welcome to athlete maestro a podcast tailored for athlete development improvement and peak performance and now here's your host welcome back to the show so for the footballers out there if you haven't signed up for football mastery I hope that you have signed up for it now. Now, why is this episode important? You know, just before I go into the tips. Now, you see, just like I said in the intro, it's important for you to know your opponents. And of course, um, I was was looking through this, you know, and Harry Upman, who is one of the legendary tennis coaches, so long tennis coaches, he said, know yourself, but know your opponents better. Know yourself, but know your opponents better. So when he was kind of mentoring you know young athletes in tennis uh, you know and trying to teach them the game one essential element of the game that he was teaching them 
was that you need to know the person that is on the other side of the net. Yes, you know yourself. Yes, you have prepared. Yes, you are ready. But guess what? Do you know that other person better than you know yourself? That was his ideology behind that. And of course, that's why this episode is key so that it prepares you in 2021 to approach your sports in a better way. Now, the first tip in doing this, the first tip is to know who your opponent is. Now, if you play a team sport, for example, there are many, many athletes who don't even know who their opponents are. So let's say, for example, you play football and you play as a right back. I'm just using this random example. Now, obviously, as a right back, your opponent, in terms of the person you are directly facing, is going to be the outside left. So that is the winger that plays on the left wing for the other team. Now, who is this winger? Or you haven't thought about it. Now, I'm going to hear people that will say, oh, Botola, they could play anybody in that position. Yes, they could play anybody in that position, but their options are limited. So if we use, oh, which team should I use now? Okay, a lot of people are a big um, Real Madrid and Barcelona first. Okay, let me use that as an example. So anytime Real Madrid and Barcelona were playing, let's use when Ronaldo was playing. Let's say Marcelo, right, plays on, you know, the, he's the left back for Real Madrid. So the guys that he would have been facing on the outside right, so the right wing for Barcelona, uh, depending on the situations, would have been Messi, either Messi, would have been either Dembele, would have been, okay, Griezmann joined recently. We can put in there because he hasn't really been playing in the center. We can add Griezmann to it. It would not have been Suarez because Suarez would play center. You see, you can narrow down your options. This is why it is studying your opponents. It's analyzing your opponents you don't just say oh and because they might play anybody in that position i'm not going to analyze anybody no it actually shows that you are more thorough it actually shows that you 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 know what you're doing now that is the team sport now for the individual sports you're going to see the people that will say ah but uh, tola I, i i won't really know who my opponent is until certain points let's use the olympics as an example so you go to the olympics let's say you run the 100 meters so you have round one you have round two so that's hit one, then you have hit two, uh, then I think you have the, the, the semi-finals, then the final. There are four rounds there, but I might be wrong. I'm just trying to reel this off the top of my head. So there are about four rounds. Now, you see, the minute you are done with your first round, every other person is done with their first round. The field has narrowed down. So when you guys get to the next round, when you are watching the races, so either after your race, you are looking out for the potential people that would qualify. Those are your potential opponents. So it's not an excuse for you to say, oh, but I don't know who my opponent will be. And that is the starting point. A lot of athletes don't know who their opponents are. And of course, you see, this would also apply to those friendly games that you guys play. Those friendly competitions that you guys play. It also applies. You are trying to stand yourself out. The way that you stand yourself out is to show that you are the most prepared athlete that is in that building, that is on that pitch, that is on that court. You are the most prepared of all the athletes that are there. Immediately, you are starting to set yourself out. So the first thing is that you actually know who your opponent is or who your opponents are or who your potential opponents are so for those of you who say oh there might be many people so that's number one number two thing is that you now find their weaknesses you have identified who they are now let's find their weaknesses 
let me use Nadal and Djokovic as an example for you guys. So this is tennis. So you have Rafael Nadal, you have Novak Djokovic, like one of the greatest rivalries ever in the history of tennis. Now, this rivalry was defined at the start. Oh no, sorry, not Novak Djokovic, Roger Federer. So Rafael Nadal, Roger Federer. Now, this rivalry was defined initially on the clay courts. You know, so Nadal was always winning. When he came to the hard courts, Federer was winning. Now, of course, Nadal went back, upped his game, improved on the hard courts, improved on grass and things like that. But you see, one key thing that you see in every Nadal Federer match, now, of course, I study these guys. So, you know, I'm giving you um, expo, so to speak, quote and unquote, is Nadal playing his top spin forehand, high bouncing top spin forehand to Federer's backhand. And he would do that all day long every single opportunity he gets he's going to pump that forehand into Federer's backhand why because for the greatness that Federer had the weak point in his game was his backhand exceptional serve exceptional forehand exceptional volley like all it's very difficult for you to find a flaw in Federer's game like the grace with which he plays, like you, you can't even fault it. But guess the weak point? It was the backhand. And what the team Nadal do? They began to do what? They began to attack it. Now let's switch it up again to Nadal and Djokovic. So like like I earlier mentioned, but I mixed it up. So Nadal and Djokovic. Now early on in their careers, Nadal always got the best of Djokovic, right? Now after Djokovic sat with his team at a certain point and realized that, okay, look, 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 this is Nadal's game plan. This is how Nadal plays. How are we going to beat him? They discovered a weakness in Nadal's game in terms of doing your best to move Nadal around the court to the edges. So when you're making your returns, always ensure that they are not only deep, but they are at the edges. So edge of the line. He did. He started applying that tactics. And guess what? He won seven consecutive finals against Nadal. Yes, I know... The French Open 2020, Nadal came back to win. I mean, on clay, like, superb. But the point I'm making is that after you have identified who your opponents are or potential opponents are, okay, now, what are their weaknesses? So you play as a striker. You're coming up against certain defenders. What are the weaknesses of those defenders? Now, you see, these are things that you're not thinking of. So it's a game. The manager comes. He gives you the team talk. He says, hey, we are playing 4-4-2. We are playing 4-4-3. We are playing this. We are playing that. And, all. and you are just relaxed. And I say, okay, coach, no problem. I'm ready to play. You haven't done any homework whatsoever. These are the things that now stand you out. So if you are playing against a defender that is very physical, then it means that you need nifty touches. So this is not the guy that you are going to hold the ball against because obviously you know it's going to be aggressive, it's going to be physical. If you are going to hold the ball against them, is to lure them into committing fouls so that they get a yellow card or they get a red card. Now, you see the way it is. So, you identify their weakness. This is what coaches like Jose Mourinho, Pep Guardiola, Alex Ferguson, Asin Wenger, name the great coaches in football. If you go over to basketball in the US, name all those great coaches. Greg Popovich. Um, um, who else is there now? Ty Lue. Name any of them. Doc Rivers. Brad Stevens. Name any of them. This is what they're good at. They analyze the weakness of the opponents and they say, hey guys, this is how we're going to play. You as the player, you must now find the weaknesses of the people you are going directly against. If your coach gives you that information, that's fantastic. Super. 
if your coach doesn't give you your, that information because you have done your own homework you are ready you are ready to face them i see this is what is standing you out so whatever sport it is that you play find the weaknesses of your opponent so you, you, for the individual sport you might say hey but you know Tola, i play an individual sport how do i find the weakness of my opponents now you see for someone like a power right you see all you needed to do was to exude confidence because this was a guy who when the stakes were high when he got to the finals he always struggled mentally to cope with the pressure so all you needed to do was exude pressure um, exude confidence because the minute you exude confidence he's going to start doubting himself and he's going to be like am i sure i prepared am i sure i did am i sure i that if it's a sport like golf where you know it's not like you stand side by side with one another part of your tactics in terms of studying your opponents finding their weakness is you might find the ones who it's 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 when they are struggling for form that they kind of capitulate so when they are struggling for form what are the things that you do you find ways to ensure that they know that they are struggling for form so whether that's in the pickup words that you say yourself oh come on i can't let this opportunity slip now you know the person is hearing you maybe you guys are at the tea or something you know it's here you know you would overhear what you're saying so obviously immediately that person is thinking oh man like i messed up that last shot ah he's trying to take advantage of it because you were vocal number two is you find the weaknesses of those people so after you have identified who they are you now proceed to find the weaknesses number three now is decide how you are going to exploit it you have found the weakness now how am i going to exploit it so am i doing it in the first half am i doing it in the first quarter am i doing it in the second quarter am i going to do it repeatedly am i going to test it out to see whether it will work am i going to bait the person you know and things like that for someone like mario balotelli you know i mean many teams have I'd identified that you know, this was a guy that he woke him up when you work him up it's going to capitulate like you don't even have any issues with that and what teams immediately did in deciding how they were going to exploit those weaknesses was to rough him up was to get him upset so get him upset a few times where it's not so obvious he gets a yellow card shortly after he's going to get a red card kind of after you have found the weaknesses of your opponent how are you going to exploit it you need a plan you need a game plan if it's football you have 90 minutes how are you going to exploit it in 90 minutes if you're only coming on for 25 minutes 45 minutes 30 minutes in that time frame how are you going to exploit it now of course this must align with the 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 overall tactic that your your team is employing for that game you know so your team is playing 4-4-2 and then because you say oh i found this weakness then you can't play as a striker no that's not what i'm saying it must align but you see in executing that tactics your coach has for the team you need to analyze your direct opponents so you then decide how you are going to now exploit it that's number three number four thing is think of what can go wrong now you're going to see the athletes who they study their opponents you know and they study one way in the sense that oh this is how this guy plays I found their weakness. I decided how I'm going to exploit it, and that is how it's going to be. <laughs> Trust me, maybe well, eight times out of ten, something will go wrong. What is that thing that can go wrong? You see, you are not the only person who is studying your opponents, they are also studying you. So when they realize that you've come with this particular style, they are thinking, How can I adjust? So if they adjust and you have been only one way traffic, guess who loses out? That's you. 
because they have adjusted you have not adjusted you didn't anticipate what to go wrong i remember a documentary i was watching on jose Mourinho, you know and he talks about how when he was at fc portal you know and he prepared his teams for game he prepared his teams in case they got a red card in the first 10 minutes of the game he prepared his team in case they got a red card in the last 10 minutes of the game he prepared his team in case they went a goal down he prepared his team in case they went a goal up you see he anticipated the things that could go wrong so you have found the weakness of your opponent you have decided on how you are going to exploit it right now the next thing is okay if while i'm exploiting that weakness they make an adjustment how can i adjust so you anticipate them before they anticipate you and you prepare for those things so you see it's it's a game of wits it's it's a thinking game and it's the artists who can constantly think that are going to make it that are going to progress so you've said okay look i play as a right winger so obviously i'm facing the left back you know the left back is a weak player so what i'm going to do is that i'm going to try to take him on to his weaker side so which is his right side what if he adjusts and he starts playing good on his right side so what's now your plan what's going to happen you've identified your opponents you've seen that okay they are weak in the air and you decide and you say okay look uh we're going to get crosses in and maybe the first five or six crosses you get in nah, nothing happens you don't get any result from it why because maybe throughout that week that your opponent had been training and working on that heading okay so what now happens now what are you going to do they've adjusted so you must also be able to adjust so that's why i said think of what can go wrong and try to prepare for it so that's number four and the final thing is study your sports more study your sport more you see the only way you know all these ins and outs so for tennis now top spin high-handed backhand you know high bouncing top spin you know the slice and all of those the way you know all of those things and when they apply how to use it where to use it is if you study your sport more so you can't better analyze your opponent if you don't study your sport more it is not possible so all these things about oh i play on the right wing okay this is how i want to get the crosses in this is how this will happen this is how that you only get better at that when you study your sport more it's it's no gain saying one of the ways i get better in court is to read more is to prepare for trial more is to study my files more it's no gain saying that the way that you better analyze your opponents the you better prepare for them the way to better exploit their weaknesses is by studying your sport more you know it's one thing to find a weakness it's another thing to exploit it two totally different things you can find the weakness but you don't know how to exploit it in some cases you don't even know that that thing is a weakness because you are not studying your sport enough so that's the number five thing study your sport more i've said this so many times guys you are not going to play your sport for 100 years no it's a short time why don't you commit yourself 1000 percent to this short time that you have in this sport why why don't you do that is there anything really that you stand to lose by really committing yourself for this period there's nothing so just give yourself that let me run through it again so the five ways to better analyze your opponent know who your opponent is that's the first step if you don't know who they are i mean it's like you're chasing shadows find their weaknesses decide how you're going to exploit it prepare for what can go wrong so anticipate before they adjust 
and study your sport man of course remember harry Hopman was the one that said know yourself but know your opponent better know yourself but know your opponent better if you enjoyed this guys share it on facebook share it on instagram share it on twitter you can tag me at Tola Oglewe. Let me know that you're enjoying the podcast. Let me know you're enjoying the content. And of course, if you have any topics that you are struggling with, that you want us to discuss, that you want us to talk about, send me a mail, Tola at athletemaestro.com. And of course, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast or you haven't left us a rating or review, what are you waiting for? Head over to athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe. What your rating and review does is that it tells other athletes that their time would be better spent listening to content like this to prepare them for sports the right way and of course if you're a footballer football mastery is for you athletemaestro.com forward slash football mastery athletemaestro.com forward slash football mastery don't forget to share this episode if you enjoyed it on all social media platforms so share it on your instagram stories on your instagram feed just tag me of course, so that I see, and of course, we engage in a conversation at Tola Ugnewe. And of course, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating and review athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe. I'll catch you guys on the next episode of the show. Remember, knowing it's not enough, you must apply. Willing is not enough, you must do. I want you to go out there. I want you to start analyzing your opponents better. I want you to go out there. And I want you to be a maestro today and every single day.